You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, episode 37. I have a treat for you today. I am visiting with my friend Lee McDonough, and she is sharing all about how you can have more harmony in your life so you can have a business that you love. This is a definite must-listen episode, so be sure to sit back and relax, take some notes because Lee is giving you some really big golden nuggets that you can use in your life and your business. You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, where we believe business can be simple and you can use your intuition to run towards your goal. Self-made business and success coach, Lindsay Maloney, helps you start and scale your dream coaching business. With her step-by-step intuitive and creative guidance, you'll leave ready to put her tips into action, push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. Lindsay is here to help you get unstuck and structure your brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. Here's your host, Lindsay Maloney. Before we get started with this episode, I want to talk to you about my program, Standout Coaching Academy, or SOCA as everyone calls it. It's a 90-day program that's going to help you book your dream clients, and this is perfect for you if you are a coach who is ready to create, launch, or scale your coaching business, if you want to fill your calendar up with dream clients who inspire you, and you want to make an impact in the world with work that you feel called to do, I want you to enroll in SOCA. SOCA is an extremely powerful program that will take your coaching business to the next level, and I have three ways that you can join me right now, be a part of the 90 90-day program, join other like-minded women, network with them, learn the best ways that you can build your coaching business just the way that I have created and scaled mine so you can stop having those sleepless nights with all the information overload and stop doing everything by yourself. So many coaches are struggling to get their businesses started and I want that to stop right now. So I'm inviting you to go to standoutcoachingacademy.com, check it out and enroll. Today I am here with Lee McDonough and she is going to share some amazing tips with us. She has a book coming out and we want to get all in that. So Lee, if you could please introduce yourself, we want to hear um, all about you and how you got started. Absolutely. And Lindsay, I just want to say thank you for having me on your show. I'm, I'm a huge fan and it's a real honor to be a guest <laughs> on you. it. Um, so yes, I am a business coach. I work with helpers, healers, and creatives. And I came to business coaching after 15 years as a social worker and 10 as a licensed psychotherapist. Um, my husband was in the Air Force, and so I found social work to be a really great career because we were moving a lot. And wherever I went, there was always people who needed services, and so social work was terrific. When he got out of the Air Force and we settled in North Carolina, I took a little time off to help my family transition from military life to civilian life. We had been living in Europe for four years, so moving back to the States was a huge culture shock. And after almost a year of really staying at home and focusing on my family, I realized how much I missed having that professional identity and being in the workforce. But I also knew that I didn't necessarily want to go back into mental health. Uh, I found towards the end of my career that a lot of my practice was being dictated by insurance companies and by regulations. And I wanted a, a more kind of liberating approach, an empowering approach to use with my clients. And while all of this was going on, my husband, who is a periodontist, bought a dental practice. And I was witnessing the struggles that he, as an exceptionally talented professional, was experiencing on the business side of things. Because in dental school, in the Air Force, they didn't teach him how to run a business. And it was stressful. It affected his confidence. 
And I'm so thrilled to say that he pulled through with flying colors and he's doing great now. But, and I, and I tell him every day that I am so grateful that he went through that. And I know that sounds a little crazy, but <laughs> he was my inspiration for going into coaching. It was through him that I realized that there are so many gifted professionals out there who are so good at what they do. But when it comes to the business side of things, it can feel really overwhelming. And I saw how my skills and background as a therapist could help this population of people who didn't necessarily need formal mental health um, support, but needed some coaching and some encouragement. And so that's when I decided to go um, into coaching. I completed a coach training program. I started my business. And now I love working with other helpers and healers and creatives uh, to help them create the business they love that's really in alignment with who they are and what matters most to them. That's such a unique backstory. I've never (laughs) heard that before. Um, and that's perfect because you could have just gone into this and saying, I'm, I'm a coach and not recognize your past and the things that you've gone through and your husband, and you could have recreated the wheel, which doesn't really work as well. Um, and you just went with your own experiences and that's what makes a powerful coach. I love that. Oh, thank you. I, my, my coaching is certainly informed by my experience as a therapist, but I do find the profession of coaching to be just transformative in a way that I didn't experience in mental health. And, and I say that both for my clients, but also for me too. Um, I, I love being a coach and I feel like I finally found where I belong and that this is really what I'm called to do. And so I'm, I'm grateful for everything that led me here. Uh, and I'm grateful for all of my past psychotherapy clients and for my husband for opening my eyes and, and helping me find my next way forward. Mm-hmm. And your your twist on your coaching is your, your medical background and which again makes you stand out profoundly because not a lot of people have that background. So that's, does that make, um, for your audience, does that make them feel like they can trust you more because you have that background, that similar background? Do you feel that that builds a more of a stronger chain? I think it does for my niche. And that's why I think, um, when I, when I think about my ideal client, it really is that helper healer type. So, and that may be uh, someone with formal medical training, such as a physician or a dentist or a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, I also resonate with complementary and alternative medicine providers, um, yoga professionals, acupuncturists, I mean, and you name it. Mm-hmm. But I do think the fact that I have that background and experience providing mental health care in a traditional medical setting certainly adds to my, my credibility with that particular population. Mm-hmm. I can totally see that. So when any of these helpers and healers and creatives come to you, what are some things that they have in common that they're struggling with? I would say... It shows up initially as um, I don't feel like I have enough time or I'm not, I'm not doing everything I want in my business. And so it starts with them listing off things that are external that aren't going well. And so they feel like if I just had a plan, if I just had a system, if I could just get my calendar together, then I think things would be okay. And so... I approach coaching. I always start where the client is. Mm-hmm. And so if that is what they're describing... That's how we start. But of course, as you know, 
as you work with someone, you start kind of peeling back the layers. And underneath all of those external concerns, it's usually very much rooted internally. And we get to that core message, which is on some level, they don't feel like they are enough, whether it's they're not smart enough, experienced enough, talented enough. Um, there's this undercurrent of unworthiness, and they carry a lot of guilt and sometimes shame about feeling like they're not performing at the level they want. And in the case of professionals, oftentimes it's this split because they do have a lot of confidence in their ability to, to serve their patients or their clients. Once they get in the room with someone, um, they're, they're really able to step up and, and be exceptional. But it's all of the business building activities that happen kind of behind the scenes. That's where they feel like a novice. And so there's this kind of split between how can I be so good in one area and feel so deficient in the other? And there's a lot of tension and stress stress that, that comes there. And so that's where once we kind of get through the, if I just had more time in my day, things would be okay piece. And we attack that mindset piece of feeling unworthy or feeling like they're not enough. That's where the real transformative change occurs. And so that's why bringing forth meaning and mindset and mindfulness are really the core pillars of the work that I do with my client. But oftentimes that comes a few sessions in mm -hmm. after we've had the chance to establish the relationship and after we've addressed some of the immediate needs that they've, that they've come to see me for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's really important as for all coaches listening is to meet your clients where they are. You can't use your, um, your words. You got to go right where they are. You got to start from scratch with them. And then you're giving them the transformation that they want, but the middle part, the vehicle, they, it doesn't matter what's inside. You know, they come to you because they feel like they can trust you. And then you just take them on that journey. Do you feel like the professionals in your, um, in your niche, do you feel like they, they probably live like a really high pressure life getting up to the point where they um, are you know, just probably going through school and their lifestyle, it's very high pressure, I can imagine. So do you feel like they put that same pressure on themselves when it comes to the business and it just gets to be too much? 100%. Um, most of my coaching practice right now is made up of therapists and coaches. So that's probably not surprising. We tend to attract people who are a lot mm -hmm. like us um, and also some other healthcare providers as well. And so these people tend to be incredibly driven. They're ambitious. They are constantly reaching for the next goal. And so, yes, absolutely. There, there is that drive. And also, because most of them are, are in some form of private practice, whether as a therapist or as a coach, there's also this entrepreneurial spirit that's within them that maybe they're just kind of tapping into, and they're trying to figure out how to integrate it all. And a lot of times with my clients, I'll talk about that one of the advantages of having that entrepreneurial streak is that you're able to see opportunities everywhere. And so ideas are coming, and, and it's, oh, I could do this, or I could do that, or I could incorporate this in my practice. And it's so easy to feel overwhelmed and stressed out by the myriad of opportunities that are in front of you. And so, yes, absolutely, that drive, that ambition, that entrepreneurial streak uh, serves them in their business. But if they're not careful, it can also overwhelm them, too. And so that's a lot of the work that we do in coaching as well, is to figure out how to accept the, the wanted with the unwanted. 
connected, how to, to see the shadow side of our strengths and learn how to incorporate them so that you are making progress in your business, not at the expense of your sanity. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so understanding that, yes, ambition and drive are strengths in business when they are moderated with compassion, with grace, with giving yourself some space to be human and make mistakes and, and not be perfect. And that's, that's the journey for most of my clients, that, that level of self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. And they have to, uh, even for coaches, to reach out for help, you have to put yourself in such a vulnerable state because when you step out into, you know, this world, you're, the, you're a leader of a group of people. And for you to have to ask for help puts you in a different mindset. So for some people, I bet, especially in your space, that can be a little bit difficult to even just reach out and ask for help. Yes. Um, particularly, I, I see that with my clients who are in the medical community because traditionally they are seen as the expert. You go to your physician, you go to your dentist, you go to your therapist so that they can diagnose the problem and fix it, Mm -hmm. offer the solution. Um, And that's one reason why I find the coaching model so attractive is it's not about seeking problems and fixing people. It's about coming from a true strengths-based orientation and recognizing the inherent strengths and talents that our clients already have and help them tap into that so that they can start living their life on an optimal level. But that is a real shift in how we approach client work. And so a lot of my helpers and healers aren't necessarily viewing the world through that lens yet. And so you're exactly right. It it takes some courage to reach out and say, this is an area where I need support. And I normalize that for my clients. You know, I tell them, look, I'm a coach. Yes, but I have my own coach. I strongly believe that great coaches have great coaches. I I know you're with James Wedmore and, and I've got a coach that I love. And that's the thing is that coaching is about continuous development. You know, when, when we talk about personal development, it's not like we ever hit the spot where we're, it's like, okay, I'm developed now. I'm good to go. Exactly. Like, I don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> that, I think, is, is our life's purpose and our journey is to constantly work towards how can I improve, uh, not just from a, from a what, what can I get and what goals can, achieve, can I achieve, but from a position of how can I live my life in such a way where I'm truly living out my values and what's important to me? And how can I up-level my life so that I'm increasing my satisfaction, that I'm feeling more connected to myself and to the people in my life and to the world around me? And that never ends. Mm -hmm. And so the minute we frame it, not as there's a problem that needs to be fixed, but that there's a life waiting to be enhanced, it really shifts the mindset. And then they understand what coaching is is really about. Mm, that's very good. Um, I love that because I feel I had this discussion with um, some of my students um, earlier this week about when you notice people in the space that rise really fast and then they completely disappear, it's because they were okay with being the smartest person in the room and they didn't, they, it's like they, oh, I know everything, I'm good. You yeah. know, they didn't think they're, they hit the ceiling and they didn't want to break through it. And then they kind of just disappear after you, you feel like you don't need to learn anymore. You feel like you're at the top. That's not going to do you any, any good. So it's important to always surround yourself with people five to 10 steps ahead of you, no matter what you're doing in life. Um, That's really important. So when people come to you because they're struggling in all these various areas and they're, they're open and ready for help, what's the first thing that you do 
to kind of lead them through the through their journey once you met them where they were what you met them where they are now what happens well it's really important to me that my clients understand that they are the ones creating and setting the agenda so when they present with specific goals they want to reach that's my job is to help them reach those goals so they are the ones dictating the action my role is to ask the right questions, to share the right observations, and to synthesize everything they're saying so that they start understanding things from a different perspective. And as their perspective shifts, then a lot of times the goal shifts, but it always comes from them. So, you know, in a very nuts and bolts way, it means structuring a coaching session so that you're always starting by assessing where the client is and what they want to accomplish within that session. And so creating some really sharp parameters so that you know the space you're working within and so that you can guide them towards that goal that they want by the end of the session. And then you're linking those, those session goals with the greater goal, um, which is why are you seeking coaching? What is it that you want to see in your business or your life that's not currently there? Um, you know, if we were to hop in a time machine and go forward two years from now, what would your life look like? And what steps can we take to get you there? So it, the coach has the, the unique responsibility of maintaining the, the broader vision for the client and also helping the client develop session goals that always are consistent with that vision. And then what that does is it sets the client up for success between sessions too. So then they know exactly what steps they need to take that are in, an, in, line, in alignment with that vision. And that vision is always connected with their values, with what's most important to them. So it's a little bit of like higher level strategy and a little bit of kind of on the ground tactics. And the coach helps keep all of that balanced and is constantly making sure that the client stays at the center. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, I can just tell you're an awesome coach. Why don't you tell me about the three M's? I want to hear more about um, this new, well, it's not a new concept, but I want to hear your, your um, definition of the three M's, meaning mindset and mindfulness. Absolutely. So when I was practicing as a therapist, I utilized a model called acceptance and commitment therapy or ACT for short. And ACT is one of the newer forms of cognitive behavioral therapy. It's rooted in mindfulness. And when I was training in ACT, one of the main tenets was that any provider in ACT needs to walk the talk. You know, this is not simply a therapeutic approach. This is an approach to life. And so as I was applying the premises of ACT in my own life, um, I realized that it had such great application for everyone, whether or not you were dealing with a mental health crisis or not, the principles of ACT were relevant for everyone. And it really comes down to meaning. And so that's knowing what matters most to you, what, you're, what you want your life to mean or be about, and how to allow that to inform your actions. It comes down to mindset, which is understanding the role that our thoughts and our emotions have and how we can regain some agency, some choice over how those thoughts and emotions influence our behaviors. And then also mindfulness, which is merely the act of showing up in the present moment with openness, curiosity, and with full awareness. And so when we can integrate those three 
aspects. So when we know what's important to us and we align our actions accordingly, when we're aware of how our thoughts and emotions contribute to our actions, and when we're able to anchor ourselves in the present moment and remain open and and curious, then all of a sudden we are at the cause of our life, not at the effect of it. And those principles are extraordinarily helpful for people who are dealing with depression, anxiety, PTSD. But I also realized that they carry so much importance for entrepreneurs and professionals as well. And so that's why I wanted to take these principles that were rooted in sound psychological theory and adapt them for the entrepreneurial and small business community. And so that's what I've done. And in my new book, Act on Your Business, I take those three principles. I show you the six processes that you can use to bring them forth in your life and how to ensure that your business and your life are really rooted in who you are and what matters most to you. Mm, That's so good because when you when you are growing your coaching, let's just use a coaching business for example. You can get you know all the trainings and all of the things when you're when you're just beginning to get everything set up. But then you have to go to a completely different level. And a lot of people think that in order to get to you know whatever figure business is on your mind, you have to like there's a certain website you have to go to and click a certain button, and then everything will explode. Or you got to talk to the right person, and then your business will you know, do exactly what you've been wanting it to do, but that's just not the case. It all comes from inside. And some people get like a little bit disappointed that they have to do more work. Like where's the easy road? Um, Some people are completely unfamiliar with the concept of being mindful, anything with mindset until they get to a certain point where they hit a wall in their business. And then they realize, oh, it's all on me. Then, then they have to make a decision. You're exactly right. And and I tell my clients, of course, as a coach, I see the benefit of coaching, of training, of educating yourself. Um, But those are external to what is inside. And until you do the inner work, all of those external things, um, it's going to be limited in terms of how much they help you. So yes, you could take a great course. You could get a great training program. You could work with a great coach. But if you're not willing to do the inner work, then you're always going to be uh, blocking yourself from, Mm -hmm. from future growth. And I also tell my clients too, that yes, it is a process. It's not going to happen overnight. And, And the metaphor I like to use is, you know, if you were flying a little crop duster, you don't need a very long runway, but if you're flying a luxury airliner, one of those really big ones, you need an incredibly long runway to get the speed in order to take off. And so if what you want is a luxury airliner, then you need to be willing to put the time in to build that long runway. That is a great analogy. I love that. And so many of uh, my coaches who are life coaches, or not even just um, a life coach in particular, but who have really great mindsets from the beginning, those are the ones that pick up really quickly, and they could make a really a huge impact. Um, And then I noticed the ones who don't have any um, background with working on mindset that it's a little bit of a longer journey for them to get there. Because if you don't have that background, well, that's not your fault. It's just, this is, this is your starting point. But I definitely notice the difference in mindset between um, the coaches who start working with clients. I work with a lot of beginner clients, a lot of beginner coaches. And if that mindset isn't up front with them and of most importance, then it's a lot more difficult to push forward. 
You're exactly right. But the good news is mindset is something that can be developed, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and Dr. Carol Dweck in her book on mindset, she talks about fixed mindsets versus growth mindsets, and we can cultivate a growth mindset. We Mm -hmm. can teach ourselves how to become more open to experiences, how to welcome challenges as opportunities. So even if it's not something that you have a lot of familiarity with now, you can absolutely cultivate yourself, uh, cultivate that in yourself. Mm -hmm. That is the role of the coach. And that is the ongoing process. Uh, and it's something that I'm sure you and I still work on every day too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, we all have days where it's difficult and we all have moments where we want to throw in the towel. And so part of it is just recognizing that, understanding that that is part of the process mm-hmm. and then giving ourselves that grace and compassion giving ourselves a little break and then saying, all right, where do I want to go from here? What's really important to me right now? And what am I willing to to do or what am I willing to experience Mm. in order to make that progress? Am I willing to experience some of the anxiety, uh, some of the discomfort, even some of the disappointment that comes with being a coach or with being an entrepreneur? Mm -hmm. Am I willing to experience that if it means I'm still moving closer to my goal? I'm still working towards my vision. Can I make space for both? Mm -hmm. Um, And there's no right or wrong answer there. It's going to, it's going to vary uh, person to person. Uh, and that's why constantly checking in with what matters most to you is so important because that's your compass. That's what's going to help move you forward. Mm-hmm. I love that. Am I willing to go through the experience because you have to be completely open. I mean, when I first started eight years ago and people were mentioning mindset in my space and I thought, I have no idea what they're talking about. That sounds odd. Like, I had no clue what mindset meant. And it took me years until my brain was like, Hey, I think we're ready to learn about this. Let's, let's get into this. Right. You don't, you're not born with, um, all of those skills. You have to just go through the experience. And that was my experience. And then, then that finally clicked. This is very important. This is the number one thing in order to have a business where you're helping others. That's really important to note. Your clients all help other human beings achieve something So you have to be at your optimal and you can't neglect something like that. Absolutely. I think too, one quality that the best coaches have is authenticity. And so part of being an authentic coach is stepping up and saying, this is an area where I need development. This is an area where I need work. And I am going to model what it looks like to live an optimal life and that's seeking support where I need it to or, or doing the work that, that I need to do on me. Because again, we're all human. You know, we're all, we're all in this together. And so the work that I do with my clients is also work that I do with myself or that I do with my coach because again, this is, it's all part of the process. Mm-hmm, okay, so when somebody is listening to this right now and they feel like they're struggling with their practice or what their, um, their journey as a coach, what can you offer them just to have a a quick win after they listen to this episode, one or two things that they could do that, that would make them feel like they're growing in their business? Well, I think the first thing I would do is have them reframe some of the emotions or thoughts that they're experiencing. So if they're feeling disappointed, if they're feeling frustrated, if they're feeling angry, then we reframe that not necessarily as a negative or an unwanted emotion, but we use that as a barometer of just how important this is 
them, that they have the drive and the motivation and the desire to do it. Uh, and if they didn't, then they wouldn't have this strong emotional reaction. So we're actually kind of framing that response as a sign that this is important to them. It's in alignment with their values and that they're on the right track. Uh, and so I want to normalize some of those unwanted emotions that come up because it is part of the process and there will be obstacles. Uh, but the fact that you have that drive and determination behind it is what's going to help you ultimately get through. Um, then what I would do is have them do kind of a, a, almost like a mini life review and ask them, so there I'm sure have been other times in your life where you felt frustrated, where you felt disappointed, where you felt uncertain. And yet, look, you're, you're here. You made it through. What about you allowed you to make it through those disappointing times in the past? What's already within you that you can tap into to help you make progress now? So, and then from there it becomes, all right, so what do you want to do now? What's the next step? One little baby step to get you moving forward. For some people, that's going to be taking a day off to just rest and recover and hit it again the next day. Mm -hmm. Other people, it's going to be some self-reflection, some journaling, talking to their coach or their therapist if that's appropriate. Mm -hmm. And for other people, it's going to be, no, you know what? I know what I got to do. I need to just get it done. I, I need to just put one foot in, the, in front of the other and keep going. So that, that's what I would offer is first kind of normalize the emotion and let it serve as a barometer as how much you want this. Look to your past for evidence of how you've made it through difficult times in the past and really identify what is it about you that allowed you to make it through. And then decide what one step you can take today that's going to bring you just that much closer to your goal. Those are great and deep tips. Thank you. I love them. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about your book that's coming out um, today? We're airing this on February 4th and your book is coming out tomorrow. Yes, so tell so us exciting. about that. Congratulations. How Thank long you. have you been working on it? Um, give us the backstory and where we can find it. Absolutely. So um, I have wanted to write a book my entire life, to be quite honest with you. And it was um, as I was doing my 2018 planning in December of 2017, I decided that this was going to be the year that I wrote my book. So I started writing in January. It took me about five months uh, to write my first draft. I worked with a wonderful editor who helped me kind of shape it. And, uh, and it's been just this amazing journey because, again, when you write about things like meaning, mindset, and mindfulness, you can't help but apply it in your own life as well. And so it was this really neat experience of writing about it and living it at the mm -hmm. same time. So I I am self-publishing it on Amazon. It comes out tomorrow. So if you head to amazon.com and search for act on your business or for my name, Lee McDonough, you'll find it. Yes. Um, and you can also learn more at my website, caravelcoaching.com. And if you go to caravelcoaching.com slash book, you can download a free chapter. Awesome. And I will put all of those links in the show notes so you guys can go and get your free chapter and then go order the book too, because I'm sure this is going to be an important tool that you can use in your business. Thank you, Lindsay. I hope so. I wrote this book honestly, as a love letter for small business owners and entrepreneurs. And that was the lens through which I, I wrote every single word, mm. which was what can I do to show my love and support for other small business owners and entrepreneurs out there? So my hope, my deepest desire is that this book provides both comfort and an action plan to people out there who want to learn more about creating the business they love that's in harmony with their life. Mm. That is perfect. They need 
comfort and they need a plan. That's mm -hmm. all that we really want, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for coming, Lee. I loved having you. Oh, Lindsay, this was wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I want 10 ways for you to start booking your dream clients. I created this workbook for you because I wanted to share my best tips on how I book mine. You're not going to believe how easy these are, and I know you'll be able to take my tips and put them into action ASAP so you can start working with your dream clients. To grab the workbook for free, all you have to do is go to lindsaymaloney.com slash podcast. Hey coaches, are you a member of the Book Your Dream Clients community yet? Because you should be. Just go to dreamclientcommunity.com to request free access. We do fun things like website audits, challenges, and we even have a book club. Join the free Dream Client community now and we'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. If you want to find out more information how you can work with me, just head on over to my website, lindsaymaloney.com. You will be able to see how you can work with me privately or in a group setting. I'm all about helping you start and scale your coaching business, so I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you want bonus points, take a screenshot of a review and tag me on your Instagram story. I'd love to see it and share it with my audience. And plus, you don't want to miss another episode.